let's just dive right into it. Let's talk about it. Um, I want to hear your hot take on dating in Miami. You know, you've been around, you've been in Michigan and other places in the U.S. And um, I want to actually hear your opinion of just dating in Miami in general. Go. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I think my opinion uh, is a little different because, like, you know, I guess it all depends. Like, for me, for Miami, I feel like it depends because it's, it's different for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like me, I'm just like a, a short black dude. You know, uh, you know, I make decent money, but I'm not flashy, right. so no one really knows. You know, uh, and then I'm not like super aggressive when I'm talking to anyone. Mm-hmm. So like, I, the most I may do is like glance, give you a smile, and that's about it. You know, mm-hmm. and then if we're so, I'm better like in crowds. So I think for me, you have to be a, a little more aggressive. If not, girls have like a really. How can I say this? Miami, <laughs> Miami seems to have a more sp- sp- specific. Thing they're going for mm-hmm. you know what, what do you think that specific thing is so at least for me right like 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 being black i think that's in miami that's already like shooting for the fences here right you think, you think so oh yeah i'm aiming for the fences hardcore okay you know because and it's not like it's a racist thing it's just like i think people are more comfortable with who they come who they grow up with you know okay. like their their culture which mm-hmm. is fine you know i'm not against it uh but then like you know if you typically go like a black guy they want like the tall the taller guy, the, the the NBA looking guy. Yeah, anything below six feet is invisible to women. And exactly, exactly, <laughs> and it's uh, you know, it's it's messed up for me, but I've I've just built a tolerance up, mm. so I just stop caring. Right. You know, because I mean, I have, you know, I've I've been with some girls here. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, I've never. I guess I shouldn't say surprisingly, but I've never been with a Latin woman here. Really? I have not in the in the years I've been here. I have not. Slept with one Latin girl. Would you say that's on your bucket list of things to accomplish before you like depart this earthly plane? <laughs> before I die, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would hope so. You know, nah. You know, I said that one day to someone. I was like, you know, I used to have a goal of sleeping with every girl from, like, a girl from every race, <laughs> you know, like, like every culture. And she was like, that's that's that sounds almost misogynistic. I was like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, what it sounds like is a goal. That's what it sounds like. I feel like that word misogynist is just thrown around so loosely. Like, you know, I honestly, when women use it, I don't understand if they understand what they really understand what they're saying. Because the definition of misogyny and being misogynist is the full indication that you hate women and you hate everything about them. But like mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're associating or like that, that specific person is associating with the idea that because you have a goal or you want to have sex with every type of woman, I mean, is that really considered misogyny? I mean, I I wouldn't say though, so man. I look, man. I, I so I have this thing. I don't really care what a person's body count is, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's just me. I mean, okay. Let me take that back. There is a limit. Okay. There's a limit. But I mean, like, you have to be like astronomically for me, you know, mm. or because I'm all, I'm always, I'm always about like why you had the, um, those experience. Like if you, if you're a girl and you had like 30 guys, mm-hmm. okay. Right. But my question would be why you have 30 guys because because t- girls are typically more selective than guys. Sure. You know, you know, they, they, they got to feel like more like comfortable before they just go spreading legs. A lot of times, not all girls, some girls, hey, do what you, do what you please. But some girls, they want, most, uh, most girls I know, they would do that, right? Mm-hmm. And guys, we're kind of just like, okay, if it walks and talks, okay, cool, we do it. You know, <laughs> as long as it looks decent, like we'll go for it. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you pretty know? much. 
you know so you know so if you ask a guy like oh, oh you got like uh 30 30 girls I'm like i don't know because a lot of tuesdays man you know <laughs> but a girl it might be like you know maybe she went through something you know mm-hmm. but who knows but i mean everyone's different i don't think you know obviously a person is dictated by their count i just think you know i, th- I think people find reasons to not uh to not be with people and i think that's one of the high ones I mean, look, let's not dispute the fact that women have it way easier to attract a male prospect in general. Oh, yeah. And, and the difficulty lies there. And the, perspe- the perspective and perception of, you know, the sexes just views on that. How difficult is it to make, just attain somebody? In reality, it's one of those things you have to view it as, you know, a challenge. For us guys, in general, at least in Miami, and for the most part, from what I'm hearing in other places in the U.S., in the Western society, it's just difficult to attain a woman that you actually want. Because let's not sit here and argue that we're all content with just being whatever comes our way. Yeah, sex is sex, but we still want to be like, am I happy with what I'm getting? Right. You know, in both sexes. But women, they don't have to try as hard as we do. And that's why when we view a woman that has a high body count or when they reveal their true body count, if they do, God mm. forbid, um, we look at them differently. Because they're going to be like saying, well, if you are selective, why is your number so absurdly high and that depends on the every individual of like what they consider a high number mm-hmm. so you know your perspective and my perspective are going to be different because what you're going to see as a high number might not be a high number for you know um other people or maybe it might be too high for me you know it's just going to be skewed every time but in all honesty a high number i mean could you say it yeah but let's just be let's be frank this is my my honest opinion i would not want any woman to reveal their body count in general because <laughs> look look let's be honest let's be honest it's probably going to be higher than the average man uh i don't i don't i don't know i don't know about the average guy right okay because the the guys i know they they, they have a, a decent body count right not everyone but a lot of guys they have a decent body count mm-hmm. right and I, I i still stand by the fact i think girls are more selective you know that they, they they want the 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 monogamous type feel you know they, mm-hmm. they want the one they want the special feel mm-hmm. you know but but at the same time i don't think what's high for a guy isn't high for a woman like not even close you know not in our society like like it's if a guy has 10 girls the guy's like oh, okay cool you got 10 girls right right if a girl has 10 guys they're like huh, what you been up to you yeah, know? I mean, that's the perception I'm talking about. Yeah, man. which, but this is why, I, you know, I think a lot of people are starting to go to the thing that they don't have to disclose their body count anymore. They could always lie. They could lie. They could lie. They could definitely lie. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing you do with dating anyway, right? So it's just, a lot of dating is just based off of trust anyway. So, I mean, if you're if you're validating a person based solely off of their body count, mm-hmm. then, I mean, you're doing yourself a disservice anyway. I think so, because you're you might be and i know it's always this thing like they always say like you might be missing something because you're looking at one particular thing but it is true though like if you if you count someone out because you think like they may have been like a hole in their past life or something like that Mm -hmm. then they may be a great person for you but you're automatically like shutting that down you know there there is there's merit to reasons why men shut other women down just based on body count and like there's a lot of reasons so like say let's say she did have a hoe phase she did sleep around with a lot of guys and for whatever reason you end up finding out she did mm-hmm. then you have to question like why didn't she do all those things with me you know like why is she acting like the saint person with me but then she did all this whole shit on the side 
And then here's the thing, like, you got to understand, how do you view this? Is this the mother of my children who's done these sexual acts? She's gotten away with this. And it's a sense, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a sense of like, uh, maybe not jealousy, but like, we do hold it as one of those things that you, you have to view women as a pure, a pure being, a sense of like, your sex is selective, but it's important to be who you're selecting with and how many people you're doing it with. Like, if you have a whole face... <coughs> be my guest you know you're free to do whatever you want in this country this is the u.s you can do whatever you want pretty much except for murder and all this other bullshit you know but let's be honest these are things that are uh, like you have to say these are standards as a man if you view this as a standard if you view as a woman like look you view her one way you mm-hmm. look at her she hasn't given you a reason to change her perspective but these are indicators of red flags to most people whatever the reason is i would say it's a standard I say I always hold my women, uh, my woman or women standards of how many people they did sleep with. But I'm not going to ask him the question. Right. If it does pop up and it's revealed to me, depending on that, it will change my perspective of how I view this person. Let's not sit here and say that the past doesn't play a role in the present. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying here like, oh, look, I want to not judge you for these things, but I'm also trying to protect myself. Because if I see you do these things, there's got to be a reason why you got to the point that you're doing these things. Yeah, yeah. So you have to base people on, you know, what they did in the past and you don't want to get hurt. If you find out this girl cheated on her ex-boyfriend, do you think you want to be in a relationship with someone like that? But it depends, though. So I, I think that goes back to what I was saying before. And you like you touch on the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you know, wh- why are these these numbers? Like, why does this happen? Why are you this person? Or mm-hmm. why do you have this, this baggage in a sense, mm-hmm. you know? And if you can't, if you can't deal with their baggage, then yeah, of course, don't don't be with them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, dad, I forgot the question you just asked me. Oh no, like if they cheated on their ex. Oh yeah, yeah. But okay, so that's so that's kind of a touchy uh, subject, at least for me. Okay. You know, I mean, I'll talk about them. No, it's fine, it's yeah. But because because like so when I was growing up, I used to think like if you cheated on someone, you were just like the scum of the earth. I was like, yo, there's no way you should cheat on someone. Like mm-hmm. that's messed up, right? Then I got older. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I started realizing people and lives and how people, you know, deal with each other. And, you know, so I, I, I put people in categories of this. There's people who just cheat because they cheat. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. There's people who cheat because they feel it's out of necessity. And there's people who cheat because they have a weak point. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the last one is kind of like an in-between. But what I mean by that is like you may be a really good guy. And then just one night... You couldn't hold it, you know. Okay, you Fair. know, you just, you just couldn't hold it, right? So if so, if I talked to a girl and she was a cheater, if she was a one-time cheater, whatever. She probably I'd ask her, "Hey, why are you cheating your guy?" Mm-hmm. And she's just like, "Because I wanted to." I'd be like, "Oh, well, that's not." You know, <laughs> you know, I just be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're we're not doing no, this. We're not doing you know? this. No, definitely you know? not. But I mean, that's not the for the most case. If they want to look good in your eyes, they ain't gonna say because i wanted to they want to like make it seem like it was you know non-intentional but it made it seem like the guy kind of the the ex-boyfriend or the boyfriend kind of made it seem like oh i had to cheat on this guy because i was so infatuated my boyfriend wasn't doing the things for me look we have to understand and draw the line here and say what is your definition of cheating because obviously we could say having sex with somebody else is cheating but do you consider emotional connections like cheating before the relationship starts like if you're having thoughts or actions not actions actually is one thing but like i was just thinking about the idea of being with somebody having those feelings is that considered cheating in your eyes um 
Uh, that's tough, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think emotional cheating is a little tougher because like emotional cheating is not bad as long as it doesn't affect your core relationship. Like mm-hmm. like 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 if 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 I'm with someone and they're like they they you know I can't help who you like, right? Mm-hmm. If you like somebody at your job, you like somebody at your job. Mm-hmm. But it's only you to control your emotions. Right. You know, but if you start letting your emotions get the best of you, where even if you're not having sex with this guy, you're just hanging out with him more often, you, mm-hmm. you know, you're spending more time with him than you are me, then, then yeah, I mean, that's, that's too much for me because that, that shows me like you're starting to latch on to someone else. Right. You know, like, cause I mean, we all have friends. So like, you know, I'm not going to ha- stop having friends because, I'm in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? That's, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I'm not going to neglect my girl for my friends. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why I think it, it comes to play. Now, if you're just physically cheating, you should, I mean, you, I mean, everybody knows yeah, that. Yeah, just, just yeah, cuff me right now. Yeah, you know, But here's the thing, like, right, um, but we base it on the fact that we're just going to go fucking, right? But there's a build-up towards it. There's yeah. always some kind of leading towards it. You don't just, like... I mean, unless you pay for it, that's just like the quickest way to just cheat. Let's just be honest. If you're going to cheat, it's probably a buildup, right? But I mean, here's a, here's, I'm going to ask this question. When it comes to cheating, if you end off the relationship, mm-hmm. but you had, you're talking to somebody else on the side, do you consider that cheating? But like, you haven't done anything yet. You're just talking. You're like entertaining this kind of conversation. Do you see it as cheating? Um, because it's like it's just the beginning stages of what could possibly be a new relationship while you're still in one, but then you end the one that you're in, but you're going into a new one, sort of. You know what I mean? Like, you haven't yeah. done physical stuff yet. I mean, if you if you haven't done f- anything physical, I mean, but but that's the thing though, like, everything leads up to it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I feel like that's like a young person's excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, to be naive that you didn't know it was coming. Because everybody knows, like, you know, everyone says they have, like, the work husband, work wife situation. Like, when you start getting too close, you know. Like, I've slept in the bed next to my friends, you know, and I didn't touch them. Right. You know, because I knew right away. Now, I could have let let it get the best of me and went, oh, we were just so close, you know. I, c- I couldn't help but kiss you, you know. <laughs> you know, but, I, but you know, I'm a, I'm a grown person. I was like, nah, it's just going to go to sleep. Right. You know, not to say that I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it. I mm-hmm. just, you know, there's a, uh, you know, there's a kind of a decency there. Not a decency. What do you call it? Like, like a respect there, or like an understanding. There we go. There's like more okay. of an understanding there. You know. Yeah. So I think if you're in a relationship and you start to teeter towards uh, cheating, you need to, you need to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least just be honest and be like, yo, I'm about to have these, like, I'm about to cheat, like, you know, like I'm catching feelings. Like, what can I say? Well, I mean, we always we always say, and a lot of people say it, that cheating with for men and cheating for women are two different things. The aspects are different. Yeah, I agree. So, it, like, for a woman, it's like she's already left the guy, like, a long time ago in the sense of, like, she's already been planning to do this for a minute. As opposed for a guy, it's because the woman isn't providing some kind of service for us in that sense. Like, she's not doing it for us, the one that we're currently with. Right. So... But like we end up coming back to our original woman, like in the sense we if we cheat on we're girlfriends, we end up coming back to the girl that makes us feel whole because she does make us feel whole to some degree. It's like kind of like a home base. Mm-hmm. We always have a home, but we can still leave our home and come back and still be back with the one that we want to be with. But for a woman, it's 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 different because they cheat 
and they they take it they take everything they take everything emotionally and physical as opposed to just us it's just physical it's just purely physical at least for the most part most people yeah, that most are concerned part, yeah. most part of people talk about it women they already like you said they like we had a conversation prior they um they leave they leave they pretty much left the guy even though they're physically here and being they're not actually here anymore with them because they don't want to be there's like the idea for them to cheat if they get to that point they don't even want to consider i wouldn't say they want to consider being in a relationship with the current boyfriend they're in i would i would have to agree with you on that because i feel like you know going back to the emotional cheating i feel like if anyone does it better it's, it's definitely women yeah you know uh because they typically get attached first emotionally then they move on you know, and basically, like if you if you lose your girl emotionally, like you you pretty much lost her. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, doesn't back. You know, because but you are right. Like typically speaking, like dudes can 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 have sex with like fifteen girls and just and like it's just like it's just nothing. It's mm-hmm. just because it's like a physical act sometimes. Right. Yeah, you know, it's only with the person that we really adore is that we look at it as like love. Everything else is just like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which which is crazy. And this is why I guess I used to have like those civilizations where dudes were just like the king and had all these girls because you know we we just look at it differently yeah and i mean for the most part when we view sex as a man we just view it as a transaction as as opposed women view it as a loaded transaction where there's actually more meaning behind it so if we're gonna actually talk about the physical and the emotional uh, we gotta also understand like like we do separate ourselves from the emotional part because it is just physical. Some for most men, most men, right? Yeah. Right. You know, once you get to those upper echelons of body counts, I assume you just start understanding it's just physical for most people. But then there's some people that will make you feel like, Oh, I could see myself being with this person, you know, whatever reasons give you that. But for the most part, we could separate those two for women, at least for most women, they, they don't, at least they don't view it as that in that sense. So, and it's kind of hard to do that. So there's reasons to get to the points of cheating or two different aspects in general. But, you know, the interesting thing, and I do agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing, like, so I think a guy can have, like, emotional attachment when having sex, right? Of course. You know, and I think, like, typically, like, if you're in a monogamous relationship, I think that's where it gets a little dangerous for dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, because guys are typically the ones with the higher libido, typically, right? And, but, I, so James, I don't know if you know who James, you know who James Baldwin is? Yeah. So James Baldwin said this thing, uh, he's, I can't say it exactly, cause I can't remember off the top of my head, but pretty much he was saying like, young boys uh, equate sex to love. Mm. Like, we don't, we don't know how to differentiate, because we, don't, we haven't figured out what love is yet. Right. We just know the act is supposed to be love right. for us. So I think that's very true when you're a young guy, right? Mm-hmm. Then you find out what love is, and then you look at it differently. Mm. But then when you get into a monogamous relationship as a guy... Mm it becomes almost scary in a sense, right? Because now your love becomes dependency, uh, you know, on that person, yes. you know? And as for a guy, a lot of times when we have sex with our girls, that is like an affirmation or a confirmation that things are good, mm-hmm. you know? Because I mean, that's, it, it, I don't want to say like dudes are super shallow, but a lot of times like the end goal was always like, I'm going to have sex, you know, yeah. like open her door. I'm going to have sex. You know, like I bought the groceries in. I'm going to have sex. sex. You know, you know? Oh, man. I took the trash. I'm going to have sex. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, but that, that, like you said, the young boys equate love to sex. Um, it, it, it becomes an identity crisis. It, it's literally yes. at the beginning of the stages of you're trying to figure things out. And I mean, let's be honest. Once you have done it the first time, 
you're going to open your eyes to see, okay, you know, the, this is great. This sex is amazing. I mean, let's not right. say, let's not lowball sex here. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's awesome for both genders. Let's make it, let's make <laughs> right. it clear. Like, no, right. like, we're not just men like sex. <laughs> Women like sex too. Oh, facts. All right. So, <laughs> I've um, seen it. No. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like, yeah, we do, we do associate, at least I have got in the past where I associate it to that specific situation where I am associating sex and this person to be one. And I'm associating these feelings that I'm having with this person at the moment and in general in the relationship with this kind of thing. So it is a very, well, it could be, a, I would say the first beginning stages of a relationship. When you talk about like the first three months, it's a honeymoon phase, right? And then as you get in, in the relationship or as you grow with more experience, regardless of body counts or I would say long-term relationships, whatever build your experience you're going to learn as an individual that you're going to start separating those things as you get older definitely so that's why i'm saying when you have more experience in your pocket or you absorb like a sponge you start understanding that the world isn't as complicated as people make it seem it's just people like to make it complicated that's true i i, I agree with that you know i was having a conversation with someone before i'm always having conversations with people <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know uh but no but i was having a conversation because i i have a similar idea as you like the older you get, the more I was telling someone when you're when you're dating in high school, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, unless you're like going off of like classism in high school, which is like jocks, cheerleaders, right. chess club. No, like you're typically dating someone because you just like them, right? You know, you you don't know why you like them. That you it might just be cute. They might be funny, you know, in math or something. But the stakes aren't really high for why mm-hmm. you like them. You just really either you do or you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And you feel good about it. Right. You feel really good about it when you're with them, right? And then, you know, eventually, like most high school relationships, you break up. And now that's one thing that you have to put on, add on to your, your checklist for the next person. Right. And then the next person, you do something. You got to add on this checklist, this checklist. And by the time you just keep doing it, you, you're analy- now you're not even having fun when you're dating. You're just analyzing, trying to look for red flags. <laughs> you're like, oh, she crossed her legs left over right. And uh, my ex did that. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's an extreme. You're putting an extreme. No, but, man. It's the truth, man. But it's I mean, like, we, we go back to the learning. Is this the learning stage? I would say it's almost like the caveman in the fire area where you have to like kind of like learn trial and error you go through the experiences and trials and tribulations of meeting people and learning what you don't and do like what you do and don't like pretty much and you go into you know you're gonna go in there regardless of how you go into a relationship with the expectations of i want to have a good time but there's a chance that i could get hurt and that's the thing, right? So dating is always a risk. Always a risk. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you do, either it's a risk with your money, your time, right. you know, your patience. Mm-hmm. But it's always a risk, right? And you're just hoping that it's, it's worth you just hoping the reward is worth it. Right. You know, that that's just all you're doing. And that's why like I think going back to how we started, mm-hmm. dating in Miami is tough because it, it, it's it's pretty much a one shot deal here mm-hmm. with a with a lot of people. You know, and I, don't, I can't even say it's just women. I just think it's a lot of people like you might cross a line with them. Mm-hmm. And then like no matter how much good, um, what do you call that? Uh, no matter how how they felt about you, right? Or this perception that they thought you were good. Mm-hmm. You you messed up one time and now it's no longer. So it's like, I you know, I took this girl out. I bought her food. I, you know, cracked all these jokes. I dressed up. I bought new shoes. I did all this stuff and it got me nowhere. Right. I spent... Two, three, maybe, you know, weeks to a month, nothing got anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying anything always has to go somewhere, but 
you know, we talked before about like how long does it take for you to you just start getting tired, right? You know, and there, there is a limit. There is a limit, you know, because I've even, you know, I've, you know, I mean, I've talked to like a girl for months, right, and didn't expect anything. Mm-hmm. But there does come a time after a while. Like, it's not that I dislike her. It's more just the fact, like, well, how, where is this going? Because that's a question for a woman. But a woman says to a man, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But but it's true, like because like you know, and you know, I mean, I'm in, I'm in my thirties, so it's like, of course, you know, I'm I'm in the mindset of wanting to settle down, right. you know, have a kid, you know, a dog. Where I'm 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 in full sweater vest mentality right now. Like I want to be the lame soccer player dad. I want to be there, right? right? And but it's like you know, if I keep putting on this time and effort into you, I'm hoping this reap something you know and for me at this point it's not even just it's not even just sex at this point of course yeah you know like like you know we both agreed earlier that the sex is great you know it's all i'll always take well almost always take i got some horror stories (laughs) but but, you know but but i'm trying to find someone like and i can't i can't play the game too long Mm. with the same person because if it doesn't pan out then i just wasted all that time so uh, I'm gonna die. I loop back around. I just want to make a joke real quick. It's yeah. just like you know, it's a problem when you're asking where this is going as a guy, <laughs> because you know I think that's a red flag. Be like, yo, this is the kind of thing a woman says. But now I ask you this question, well, because how you said you know you're getting into your you're already in your 30s and you're getting older. It's time isn't like your friend anymore. It really isn't. When as you're younger, it is a little bit on your side. But now you're like as you're getting older, you wanna you wanna get the things you want as uh, the family structure and you know your livelihood together. Do you feel that time invested equals um, rewards gained when it comes to relationships? Because some mm. people, I even even I equate, even though, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've had a lot of relationships, right. but taking time to get to know even one person, and this is why a lot of people say have multiple circles, have multiple people that you're talking to. Uh, to increase your odds. Right. But if you're talking to one person, right, and it, like you said, you spend you know, weeks, even God forbid months, and there's nothing going anywhere. And it ends up being just a complete waste of time. Do you feel like, damn, I should have used that energy to focus on somebody else, or I should have dropped there quicker? Do you feel a a sense of resentment towards this person? Or do you feel like it was just like, well, it's a learning lesson, of course, but nonetheless, it doesn't come with its growing pains, you know? Yeah, you know, I think... You know, as, as as we talk, as we said, like it's a it's a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why I typically, if I'm talking to a girl, I'll straight up ask her, "How many guys are you talking to at one time?" Mm. And it's not because like my pride is gonna get shot if she was like seven, but I mean, you're talking to seven, I don't want to be a part of that, yeah. you know. But you know, typically they're like you know two, three guys at a time, mm-hmm. which is fine because I don't. <laughs> I don't believe in putting all your eggs in one basket. Of course. You know, when you're young, yeah, like you said, you, you have the luxury to do that. You have the time to make mistakes. You can put this effort into one person, mm-hmm. then be pissed off for a couple years after that. You know, then come back, you know, you hit the gym and now you're on TikTok and, you know. Blowing up. Blowing up because some girl broke your heart and you came back uh, faster, stronger, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, but you know, when you get into, your, you know, like me, when you get in your 30s and you get close, like. I, I can't, I can't, and, and even, even if it comes off the bat right away, because that's the problem when you date, sometimes you will find someone and you will have this spark automatically. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, but there's so many things behind it, but you're looking at one thing and that that's showing the most. And you're like, Oh, this person, I feel this person, this person is the way to go. 
And then you start talking to them more and more and more and more. And then you start realizing, like, hey, we don't have this in common. We don't have this in common. But you're still hanging on to that first spark, hoping that somehow they come back around. But in all honesty, I don't think it does. I think I think you end up wasting your time. I think it's better off to just play the game. And if someone is upset because you might be dating two or three people at a time, then, you know, either they're too young to understand it or you shouldn't be talking to them because it sucks you might get cut from the team. You might not be the, the you know, it's funny enough because the, half of America will watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette, right. but would hate that concept of having to fight basically for, for their partner. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Which, yeah. which is, which is hypocritical to me, mm-hmm. but it's like, but that's, but that's reality. Right. You may, you may put so much, it's why you don't put a lot of money into people, Exactly. you know, but you put so much time into people. You know, you, you, some people even learn new languages to talk to their partner, mm-hmm. you know, or potential partner, and they still, still don't work out. Of course. So it's just, hey, it's, it's, it sucks, but that's the game. That's well, the way it works. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it as a, a sense of investing, in, like in general, just investing, like in the stock market, you are putting money in there with the risk of it flopping and not making any, you know, making any gains. But it could make gains. You also also don't have to know how to play the game and learn how to pull out if it's not working in the favor you want it to. That's true. I mean, but it's also the expectation of like, let's see if it's going to go anywhere. So I'm not saying you shouldn't put some time and effort into an individual because you want to get to know them. But but if it doesn't look like it's leaning towards where you're going to go, inevitably, you have to cut your losses or eventually move to another individual who would give you that same energy that you want. Because I'm not going to mention names, but... There's some people that I've known that are just consistently putting effort in, in women or a woman <laughs> that doesn't actually reciprocate the way they want. And they're keeping in that hope that they, the perception that this woman has built up onto them, they're hoping that they will give them that, you know, that same kind of uh, affection and uh, attention that they want from their partner. Yeah. So the issue is, it's, I believe that you have to just learn. You have to learn from trials and tribulations and experience in general, when to cut your losses, how long do I put this behavior uh, to, you know, rest or keep acting on it. And, you know, we go into the words of, you know, S-I-M-P, we don't want to, you know, (laughs) say the words for Sam, but like, I'm just saying, like, then you start acting if you just don't learn at all from just your past experiences then you're just going to end, you're going to be doomed to doing the same things over and over again. Of course. Right. And, and this is the thing, right? Um, I talk to, when I talk to people, I talk to them with a sense of honesty. And that's something that I think some women just, it's a lost art form. It's, it's something like, if you want to ask out a girl, right? I'm not going to sit here and say, she's going to verbally make you feel like shit and say, look, you're trash. I want to date you. Da, 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 da. But is it too hard to ask for someone to say, no, I'm not interested in you? I've been honest, like in Miami, I've went through so many hoops when it comes to asking out women. And some of them give me this loop-de-loop answer of like proportions of hope, like there's something there going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or they just say, um, I'm talking to somebody or I'm doing this and that. And I mean, like, obviously they're, they're trying to take my feelings into consideration, but it's rare to see for me, at least from my experiences, that I don't see them that just say a straight up answer, I'm not interested in you. They give me all this other crap that I don't want to hear, like this extra fluff to like make me think like, oh, that's going to protect me from not feeling any pain or rejection. I mean, rejection does not, it hurts, but I'm not going to sit here and say 
it doesn't like it's like a oh yeah it's just like a you know like a piece of dust yeah like you just like dust a, it off yeah, yeah no no it, it does bother you it does bother you because you want to be wanted i'm yeah. not going to sit here and say that doesn't bother me but if you say the honesty you move on quicker at least for a guy i don't know why it's just, every time it's complicated to, when i talk to a woman it's it's almost like pulling teeth like it's mm. like you just say it just say you want to just be friends but right. it's not that they don't want to just some of them do say want to be friends they want to keep communication and then you don't want to be used as a male if you're interested in a woman and i'm a firm believer of this statement right here mm -hmm. if you're interested in a woman and she's not interested in you you shouldn't be friends yeah i mean well technically the word friends is um i don't expect anything of you you don't expect anything of me right because we're we're friends we're we're you know we talk i don't i don't i don't want anything from you you don't right. want anything from me just we just want to be a company to each other's you know problems and just you know deal with life in general yeah. but when i meet women i'm physically attracted to i de i can't honestly say you could be friends with them because you're coming from a perspective of selfishness not selflessness you know because you're selfish you want to you want every action you're going to do everything that you would do as a friend you have to question yourself am i doing it because i'm a friend or am i doing it because i'm interested in this girl mm, that is tough so then that's the issue i i lie and you know you're either lying to yourself or you're lying to them and whatever and then when you ask them out and they say oh i view you as a friend can you say to yourself i could be friends with this person because you want to hope that she might turn her idea about you and being friends into something more eventually but you know the worst part is is like okay you got rejection say she does show up with another guy you're like but why isn't that me you know you question this reality of like is it okay to just be friends with somebody that you're attracted to and for women they say yeah i have a lot of guy friends well you know call them up say if they really want to <laughs> if, if they're your friend if they're your friend they won't fuck you right because they're friends they're, they're there for you but if you offer your pussy and they're throwing themselves on a platter, do you consider someone like that a friend? No, you don't. You don't. I've 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 had sex with a friend. Of course. Yeah. But a friends with benefits is also a leading slope of like emotions that could happen later on. It's it's rare. No, no, I I agree. I agree. Right. I I always think there's a slippery slope, and I and I do agree with you. Most people, actually, I would say the majority of people cannot do a friend relationship mm -hmm. with someone they're attracted to. Yeah. It's just it just can't happen, mm -hmm. right? I can find you attractive, but if I am genuinely, genuinely interested in you, mm -hmm. it's really hard. Yes. You know, um, you know, I mean, there's, there's people, there's girls I come across, you know, uh, at work and I've typically had to maintain a, a, a sort of decency, you know, and kind of step back, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes you do have to pull back from that person and, and it sounds, it, it might, the energy might shift a little bit, but right. that's you trying to protect yourself and also them at the same time, you know, in a sense, because like <laughs> no one, no, no one wants that, that drunken night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Where, where things get a little blurry and you turn yeah. to Robin Thick, you know, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like nobody, nobody, nobody wants that, but. And, and, and it's hard and it's hard being with the person that rejected you. Of course. You know, that's, that's that, because it's a constant reminder almost. Yeah. You know, so I can, so I, I totally understand that. Well, it's not, okay, there's, a, there's another factor um, we forget to consider for the most part, and most guys don't, um, is the NSA, the non-sexual attention you're giving a girl just for being a friend. Now, if you're genuinely interested in her, as just being friends with her, where for whatever reason, you actually don't view her as an attractive individual, you're not interested in anything, but purely being friends, that is 
possible, but we're we're operating in very um, outlier-ish mentalities in that sense because the majority of men find most women attractive. I only have, I think, one friend in my um, life right now that I could truly say I'm not attracted towards her because of the things she's in, like the circumstances she's in, and, you know, for physically I'm not, and she feels the same way, vice versa. Right. Cool. That's where we can end up into that mutual part of like the purgatory zone of yeah you could be friends with people that you're not attracted to i don't think you can't be friends with women but there's exceptions like but the thing is we can't live exceptions don't make the rule right right right. the majority you have to live in a a balance of probabilities not possibilities so if if the probability is you're going to find most women attractive you're probably not going to be friends with them because it's it's a pretty obvious slippery slope of entertaining this whole you know, I want to, I want them to be friends with me and then get to know me and then we could go out and this and that. Yeah. This is a Hallmark movie bullshit mentality. I like to call it. And all honesty, um, a lot of women, um, like to keep these guys in the loop mm. because the guy that she wants to be with, right. She's going to get everything from him. But most women nowadays have so many avenues of attention and, you know, validation seeking that they just get so much. No one person could satisfy that whole craving so if we're talking about the average woman getting a guy it's not difficult let's say they hold down this guy and this guy is doing somewhat of a decent job maintaining her attention validating her but even before you met her she had instagram she had uh tinder she had all Mm. these other forms of social media and content and had so many followers and and she just gets praised just for being a woman right do you believe Cold, like honestly do you believe that this one guy that she's with is going to be able to provide all that attention in that you know she's seeking for well that's the thing right so th- this is why i always say like no one can be anyone's everything right, right. uh it, it's just not possible right. this is why i understand like why some of my friends are polyamorous mm-hmm. right because there's just so many facets of people right it's like there's just no way no way you can be someone's friend confidant lover you know right. uh you know guidance counselor pastor you know you, you can't fulfill all of these things mm-hmm. and sometimes we're with people who have very different interests than we are you know you know you know you know it's always that i always live by the 80 percent rule that you know you're, you're basically in love with 80 percent of a person and it's 20 percent that you're just dealing with right you know and that 20% could be pretty major though, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't fulfill that person. You know, if, 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 if you got with a girl and she loved rock climbing, but you were like, I don't really like rock climbing. Mm-hmm. She's going to find someone to go rock climbing with, exactly. you know, and who she finds might be a guy, right. you know what I'm saying? And you have to be okay with it, you yeah. know, but the thing is, is she attracted to that guy? You know, you're going to think about that, you know? And then if he, she is attracted to this guy, how much are you willing to step over the boundaries for this guy? Right. You know, you know, and then it goes back to what do you what do you qualify sex as or love or making love? Do, do you separate the two? Because if you're like a guy like we said earlier, if it's just sex, it's just sex and you really can't be mad. You can't be mad if you think it's breaking your loyalty. But if it's not love because you don't love this person, you just, hey, you needed a quickie for the night. Mm. Might as well do it with someone you're attracted to. How right. can you feel? See, it's just, see, and that's what this thing. It's just so like relationships in themselves are just a lot. Mm-hmm. They're just a lot, and sometimes I don't even want to deal with it. You know, you know. Sometimes I just want to find like a floating uterus, have a kid, and just call it a day. You know, what I mean that'd be that'd be great. You know, but don't get me wrong. I I, I want <laughs> I want the actual like you know Hallmark family thing. You know, I want to take Christmas photos. Yada 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 yada. Mm-hmm. You know, but. <sighs> 
it is tough, man, especially in the beginning, trying to just find someone who, who fits with you and find and, and and go through it and stay in it when you know when you might lose. And I I know personally, I've lost plenty of times you know just walking up to girls and girls look at me and like you know one thing i hate it and we gotta gotta <laughs> but um i i used to go to this bar right I used, okay. I used to go to the bar you know when i was a single guy and i every time you know not every time but i'll go to some girls right mm. you know start talking i'm not saying anything crazy just hey how you doing mm. you know you you in a club you're basically screaming you're just like hey how you doing you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know but uh you know you you talk to the girl for a second you might buy her a drink mm. and then the girls will always do like this head nod like they look over your shoulder and it's always this captain save a friend who just comes out of nowhere right right grabs her hand and just walks out now you can't do nothing about it you can't grab her other hand but like hey chick i paid seven 25 for that drink you know <laughs> that bitch is mine <laughs> you better stay here for seven minutes 25 seconds god damn it you know what the hell you thought you thought you was getting away <laughs> but you can't black snake moan everybody <laughs> i mean i mean look look look, look. We're, we're gonna look when you're getting to know an individual you go through uh like pretty much just mm, how do i say it you go through an experience. It's just a, literally just an experience that you're getting on. But you have to understand what this person provides for you before you get into a relationship. Yeah. You have to understand these actions. Are her actions going to be conducive to being problems later? So that's why when you get into a relationship, it's almost like an unbound contract. You already know what you're getting into somewhat. That's why you don't dive into in relationships. And I, I think I agree with people when they say, look, I don't want to rush and get into a relationship. Because you want to... F- kind of have a better understanding of what you're getting into right right it's like you're signing a contract without reading it like it's gonna be stupid if you get fucked over later oh it's like i forgot to put a little asterisk right here you're gonna get fucked over later well i don't want to get fucked over later if i find out something about you that i don't like as we're in the dating stages of of this whole entanglement jada pika smith (laughs) yeah people love that Uh, word i swear uh, (laughs) what is it then we're, we're, I'm definitely going to walk away because I don't want to walk away with some kind of mega red flag. Because like I said, or when we were talking, you were talking about red flags. You can't be like, oh, you can't be too analytical with some situations or that. Right. You can't live your life because your past experiences have built, you know, built some harmful reactions towards you. Right. If you had a bad, you know, bad relationship. Yeah. You'll take into understanding you want to avoid that feeling, but you're not going to say, I'm not going to date women right. <laughs> because I got right. hurt. You know, you can't let your past experiences completely stunt your growth right. to like, you know, progress. You know, yeah, it happened. Okay, cool. Move forward. Learn from it. Learn your mistakes. Don't think that you're a, a perfect saint either in a relationship. Everyone's, everyone likes to play the victim role in every relationship. Of course. You know, no one wants to take responsibility. I like to take responsibility. I would hope that they would take responsibility as well. But, you know, some people like to be, you know, ignorant to their own actions. But the thing is, when you're getting to know somebody, you have to be analytical to what they're doing, what they're saying. Yeah. Because they're not going to, like for women for the most part, I I don't think, or, you know, scratch that. I would say people in general, they're not going to verbally say, I'm going to fuck you over. Because if that was the case, it'd be much easier to avoid problems. Of course. You know, I would avoid a person that's going to say, I'm going to kick your ass. Well, you know, I'm going to go the other way (laughs) or I'm going to fight, but like, I'm going to be, I'm going to have my guard up. Right. As opposed to someone backstabbing you, you don't even know where it's going to come. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you do. 
And there's, there's a danger. You do know when it's going to happen, actually. There's, that's the whole point of red flags. That's the whole point of these hints. No, 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 no. You don't know when. No, no. You don't know when it's going to happen. I'm sorry. Coming. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. But you have an idea that it, the possibility is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there's enough information or enough indications towards these ideas and she's confirming what you're testing out there, then you you probably should walk away from something before it gets even worse, right? This is why you have to understand, like, if you don't like something, you don't immediately jump ship. Oh, I don't like what she did here. Boom. Yeah. No, if a woman does that shit, that, she does that shit. The women do that shit all the time. Oh, shit, he did this one thing. I got to walk yeah, away. Yeah, I'm out of here. That red flag, that's my ex-boyfriend. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> chill out. You know, give the guy a chance at least a little bit longer, you know? Yeah, don't, yeah. I mean, you don't have to wait till the point he actually does the thing to make you confirm the fact that, oh, this does that. No. But I'm talking to men here. If she does do something that's conducive to what you think is going to happen, then, you know, keep that in the back of your head. Indicate that, right? Don't just completely knock her out completely because she did this one thing. Give her a chance, you know, but if it does become a repetitive thing, you have to understand, like, if you under ignore what you're feeling and what you've seen in your past experiences, you're playing yourself. Yeah, you're, you're really playing yourself. So you have to understand like these are indicators. These are markers of, oh, shit, this happened before. Well, let's give it a chance. Maybe it's not the same shit. Oh, she keeps doing the same thing. Maybe I should walk away before something gets so we someone gets hurt. Yeah, because because, you know, it's coming. You know, you yeah, know, you yeah, feel you know it. You feel it in your gut. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So last thoughts. Um. Well, I'll just end it off on this. And we're a little bit back to the NSA, the non-sexual attention thing. Um, this is a problem. I think the issue is a lot of women like to lead on guys because they want attention, right? You know, I was talking to somebody, the the one friend, the one friend that I have that is a woman, regardless, she was interested in another guy, right? But there was some other side dude in this situation where she was being chased by and she was, you know, he was complimenting her, validating her, giving her all this uh, non-sexual uh, pretty much the sexual attention but she considers it non-sexual attention because it's like look i don't want to do anything with you right i don't find you that way but she still loves this attention she loves getting this attention from this guy even though she doesn't want anything physical with him so you know and this girl this woman is in her you know older ages even older than you and that that, that just <laughs> makes it sound like I'm decrepit. No, 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 no. But I, I'm not. That's why I don't want to throw out numbers or names out there because maybe people could put the dots together. But you know, when I, when I'm saying is, I we're talking about uh, a person you know that's older than us, and you think, oh shit, you know, this is a type of behavior, non-sexual tension, and just all this stuff that just goes away. Maybe with the younger women, no, women love attention in all ages. Of course. So this is something that I'm understanding, and I'm coming to the conclusion that. There's going to be a lot of guys that are just going to string along just for this attention, right? And women will drag the shit out of them, even though they know for a fact, probably from day one, I don't see myself doing anything with this guy. No matter what he would do, no matter what he would say, I don't see myself being with this person. Okay, cool. But it's on the guy to go up to this girl and ask him out and find out this information. Once you confirm that this girl has no interest with you in the sense of, taking beyond whatever the friendship level bullshit i call it i just be honest if we could just use the word acquaintances with people for most part that's what we have a lot of acquaintances but it doesn't sound nice friends pseudo friends um then you know the guy it's, it's on the guy's responsibility to walk away 
Because if it's a guy who keeps entertaining and encouraging this behavior, then more guys end up doing the same shit. You have to also understand, like, the girl ain't going to give you what you want. Why do you keep sticking around and getting shafted by this one woman who just keeps giving you nothing? And I encourage guys to learn to walk away from people that aren't giving you what you want. Now, it's not like it's fucked up, but it's like the mentality of a crashing plane. When the plane is crashing, the fucking masks drop down. Do you put your mask for the person next to you? No. no you no. put yours first, and then you help the person next to you. This is the same thing. You have to think about yourself. And people think that being selfish, so like, a, like when it comes to your livelihood and your mentality, is bad. Because I know a lot of guys, even myself, I'm not going to say I'm ex- excluded, that I've mentally dealt with strains of being friends with individuals that are not going to give me anything I want. Because I have the idea that's going to be different like they're going to change your perspective oh he's he's more than a friend i want to be more than a friend with him no it's just it's gonna, not going to change your perspective about you be honest even if she does years later what are you going to wait no you shouldn't and you end up watching yourself this friend of yours or this person you're friends with being with guys that you you're questioning like why is she choosing him over me mm-hmm. and there's a lot of hurt coming this way for this individual that wants to stay friends but i'm like no if you're attracted to this girl and you're not going to get what you want from this person. Walk away. Just be courteous enough to be like, you know, you know, you don't have to say to them, fuck you. I don't want to be friends. The only thing you really got to do is change your tone. So if you were talking to them as a friend or interest, a, a person of interest, now she tells you, oh, I only see you as a friend. I don't see myself being with you at all. Cool. Mm-hmm. The way you're talking to her now has got to change. If not, she's going to still think that you're trying to pursue her. And for your sake, you're going to still think that you're probably trying to pursue her in, 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 the, in the same sense. So you have to learn, look, this attention that I was giving her is, should be saved for someone that will reciprocate that behavior. Yeah, I think, I think the change is natural, though. I mean, I, I think once you, um, w- once you get to that point where you realize it's not going anywhere, I think it's automatic. I, I think I think you just have to watch how far your change goes. Because some people 180 so far that you become like, hate. you know, you have a lot of hatred towards them. You know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, like, you know, like, like I was saying, like, you know, girls that I was interested at work, you know, like, you know, you know, I might be a little more like forward, lean into my conversations a little more, mm-hmm. you know, and then once you be, you realize it ain't going over, you kind of lean back, you know, you don't show up as much, you know, uh, <laughs> around them, you know, you don't go out your way to break your neck to see them walking, right. you know, but you, ne- but I, you know, you never become a douche. No, you know what I'm saying. No, just, you, you, you never like see them. They wave at you. You like don't wave. You give them like this side eye, like you, you dumb hoe. You know you don't know what you're missing. You know, yeah. like, you know you don't do that. So I think that's the one thing people have to watch. Like don't become, don't don't become uh, resentful. Resentful. Yeah, thank you. Don't become don't become resentful because that's only bad for you. Yeah. You know I think I think you have to be able to just say okay they didn't want to be with me. Um, that's it. Now you know if you have to. You know, it, I, I think, you know, we've had this conversation before, but I feel like if you have to come out and tell the girl, hey, look, I really thought we were going to be something and this isn't going anywhere. So I need to kind of like back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. If that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Now, me, I'm not that type of person. I don't have to do that. Right. I can literally just take a note and I'm like, all right, this is what it is, you know, but I, I do agree with you. I'm not going to be like. Oh, can you do this for me? Like, no, 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 no not all the time. Yeah. No, no, maybe not at all. Yeah, no, right? What am I doing this for? Like, what am I gating? And that's a selfishness. You're saying, oh, you should do it for me as a friend. Well, I mean, look, buddy, 
I don't view you as a friend because that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Like when I'm saying I'm friends with you and you ask me a favor, I will do it because you're my friend. I generally right. don't have anything. But it's a sense of getting shafted when you're with a friend of a woman or pseudo friend with a f- woman. Because this, this definition is so loosely used. It's like, oh, yeah, we're friends. You should just do whatever I want, you know, because I'm given as, as a female. No. Look, if you're not getting what you want, she's getting, she's pretty much getting what she wants because she's getting your attention and access to whatever, you know, that comes with. And that's a dangerous slope because if you continue the same behavior, you know, it's like you said, that change is slow and gradual. Well, some people could do it quickly, but you don't want to come off as a douchebag. So nowadays, since we do have technology and texting is a thing, um, you have to also understand, like, if you were, your communication for the most part was based on texting or for, you know, some kind of, you know, I guess DMs for whatever, you have to change it up. You know, if she does seek talking to you, which some people do after, you know, say you haven't talked to them for a minute, they retrace, come back, hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 this and that. Well, she's coming back for something. It's, it's, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't for a date. It ain't for a date. It's, it's, hey, baby, uh, I'm here for my daily attention. Yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. going to give me? Yeah, that is true. That, that, that you are right. You yeah. are right about that. You yeah. are right. That, that's, uh, you got to be careful. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, you were not going to be, as a, see, you either learn or you don't. And if a guy keeps falling into the behavior um, of being to a woman's pretty much like simp slave of words, of, uh, I don't know what else to use, but in the sense of just a slavery of just being a friend, you know, uh, to her demand because we are friends, then you're going to end up hurting yourself more in the long run because what you're not doing is being a man. A man is just going to learn to walk away from shit that he doesn't tolerate. Look, as a gentleman, in some sense, people say, oh, you can't be a gentleman, this and that, you shouldn't do this. Look, I don't care. I've been treated with some, dis- I've been raised with manners, and I'm going to treat people with manners until they give me some reason other to like treat them like, you know, whatever. So, you know, I will open doors and do this shit, but I'm not going to sit here and put up with certain behaviors. Because I'm not going to be like a screaming model, like on my on my, uh, the top of my lungs, oh, fuck you, bitch, this and that. No, no. You're going to be like, okay, now I know who you are. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to be the better person and be an adult and not make a scene and walk away. Because if you're going to be a kid or you're going to do this or you're going to do that, well, you know, you're proving my point of what type of person I don't want to be with. Because, look, no one wants to fuck anybody over for the most part, but... You know, that's one of the main things. A lot of guys like to think that they're friends with women or some women like to think they have a lot of friends. But when you come down to it, it's just a lot of guys are hoping for the fact that you're just going to be, you know, vulnerable enough to be like, you know, you want to fuck? You know, if they keep them on the side. So that's the thing. It's it's a very complex thing. And a lot of people think it's a bunch of nonsense when I, when I talk to them about this. But this is something that a lot of men deal with. I feel like for the most part, at least most men have dealt with this at least once in their life where they're friends with somebody for a long time. They tell them they like them and then they're like, oh, I just see you as a friend. And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's keep being friends. Okay. Yeah, then it gets weird. Yeah. And then it gets weird. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh shit, can we really be friends? And it's like, no, no, you're not. You're not getting it. It's just, you no. know, I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, I don't know if you used to listen to R&B back in the day, mm-hmm. but there's a great... Uh, silk song mm. that goes, we can't be friends if we can't be lovers. Yes. Yes. 
All right. That makes that makes a lot of sense. All right. Yeah. All right. So yeah. On that note. On that note. I went over the 30 minutes, I promised. <laughs> no, no, no. Was I was good. shooting for good. an hour because it was like editing, so. No, it's good. I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to leave this whole thing. It's yeah. Good. It's, good. it's good. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, anything for the people, Danny? Um, no, it, it just to leave it up to mystery for now, but we'll just we'll just put a placeholder on this name for this podcast, JWD. Yeah. Uh, we don't know, but, you know, we're open to... Uh, at least, no, Jared. Jared's <laughs> open to the the fact of new cast members showing up in here. We'll, we'll, we'll more, mic, more mics, please. We'll, we'll see what happens. If, if if it's a bigger, big enough buzz, I'll get some more mics. Right. Yeah. All right. But I guess if you're hearing this episode, thanks for listening. Uh, at this point, I still don't have a name, as Danny said. Yeah. Just uh, so we're just yeah we're just placeholders right now. But we will have we will definitely have another episode. I feel like there's a lot more to say to this. Oh, there, there's yeah, yeah. so much. But you know, more. I'm not, I'm not, as I say right now, I'm not big enough to hold the audience for more than 30 minutes to an, yeah, you an know, hour. That, that, yeah, I would yeah. say from uh, from future situations, yeah, we're yeah. probably going to dive into like smaller. Yeah, we might have 30 minute, more concise 30 yeah, minute, 30 topic. minute topics. Yeah, it's like, a yeah. special episode. Special episode. Special episode, which might get cut into two. But yeah. I, <laughs> happy New Year, everybody! This is pretty much before the last time we're probably going to do a podcast in in the 2021. So this is this is true. Yes, yeah. I plan so. on taking a shot before yeah. now and then <laughs> <laughs> makes yourself some food <laughs> all right all right, all right. Here we out